but I do want to dance. Gone. <laughs> I always want to dance. It's the Queens of the Court podcast. <laughs> ah, thanks for that. Dying. <laughs> Sorry. It's the Queens of the Court podcast. Uh, John's got to cough a little bit. Go ahead. Go ahead. Just just get it out. I think I think I'm good. Okay. I'm Paul Jafrida. I'm John Hanson. We're the king size queen. Hi. And uh, we've got a lot to talk about today. It was good a weeks. lot lot happening. There's a lot happening in women's yeah. basketball this week, and we're not even going to cover half of it. But nah, we're gonna, <laughs> we're going to cover some of it. Like thirty minutes <laughs> of thirty quality minutes. I'll say the show Could might you go forty. If we had a thirty minute show. I'm going to say the show might go forty forty five, but thirty quality minutes. <laughs> Ew. I don't know why I feel personally attacked by that, but I do. <laughs> of show, so enjoy. Um, so like. Let's talk about that brawl. Let's just let's get the show started right. Oh, oh shit! Let's talk about that brawl that, that was wild between Texas Southern and Alabama State. I'm gonna put it put it up. I mean, you guys aren't gonna watch it again. Yeah. I'm gonna watch it right now because <laughs> it was wild. If you haven't seen, it's the just footage crazy. Of this, it's it's a full on epic brawl broke out in this game. So yeah, Texas Southern and Alabama State. Yeah, and if I'm keeping it real, like I wasn't watching the game, it wasn't being televised, no. so I, I didn't see it happen. I don't know what happened in leading up to it. I just know there was a massive ass brawl. But like, it's like even hard to like tell because there's so many fans. Everybody and other, fighting. Everybody's involved. Everybody's fighting. Everybody's nuts. fighting. Tons of people are swinging. Tons of people are trying to pull each other off, and then still nuts. swinging. So like, oh man, let's let's watch it again. It, yeah i mean like you know we're not trying to like want, condone yeah, check it out too the, just like, so you could say the fighting or anything like that but like we just thought it was worth mentioning because like how often do you see you know 30 people get involved in a brawl like like 30 people epic. it's epic epic um, and there's just a lot of swinging going on. <laughs> a lot of swinging and i'm sure there's going to be a lot of suspensions from that game but like they don't look like they care it's more like they just needed to get out of their system. I don't know what their beef is, but like, anyway, that happened. It was so, lit. Moving on. Lit. Last night, we saw an amazing game between UConn and Oregon on ESPN2. I'm sure a lot of you saw it as well. During that game. It's great stuff. It was great stuff. During Oregon, that game, man. they did the NCAA Top 16 reveal. So we're going to talk about all that, but let's talk about the game first. UConn and Oregon. Oregon. Wow. You know, we talked it, about this game beforehand. They just—they looked so good. They and, looked real good, and, and like it shows that Sabrina doesn't have to be the main scorer for them to blow teams out. Yeah, and I like mean, uh, the number four or wait, were they two right there? UConn was two, right? Number two? Yeah. No, I think it was number four, number three. Yeah, four, three, four, three. You're right. You're right. Um, wow, like. Satu looked great. Ruthie Hebert looked great. Yeah. I mean, when Aaron Bully and Aaron Satu Zabali uh, are knocking down threes, Oregon's real hard to beat because you just it's real difficult to, to guard all of those weapons. So I think they, they had a really hard time guarding just Satu and, real hard and Hebert. Like, they only well, have... UConn's undersized. That's what I mean. Like, it, it, they couldn't really do much on the boards. Yeah. Like, Anna Makarat had another great game. She, Aubrey Griffin had a lot of she minutes. She plays tough. She, Gino's as a giving freshman. those freshmen Ooh. minutes over their only post player, 
because of how effective they've been. And and it's not a, a, a an insult to Olivia Nelson Adota. It's it's a testament to how fiercely athletic and ready Aubrey Griffin and Anna Makarot were, were when they came to- to UConn. Totally. And I really do think it, it's awesome to see because like we didn't think anything of Anna Makarot yeah. when we saw her at that Connecticut uh, – Sun game. Yeah. <laughs> Saw her in the stands and we were like, she's not going to play. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, Way uh, to shut us up. I totally. It. Totally. It. <laughs> um, it was a big loss for UConn. Like, that was the worst loss I think they've ever had under Gino Ariana was. at it, Gamble Pavilion. It was It, it so, was their first one in, like, yeah, ever? Long, long time. Since, I like, think, 2013. Oh, since, since, since they lost to Notre, Notre Dame in 2013. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I think it was the f- it was the biggest margin, yeah, of, biggest margin, biggest yeah, margin yeah. loss it, they've ever had with Gino. So that says something because Whew. you know UConn's got some questions to answer going into the tournament. And that's why they're playing these games in February because they know they need to test themselves. Totally. Um, that's two pretty sizable losses to Baylor and Oregon. They've got another tough match against South Carolina I mean, coming up. We're talking about the two best. I think the two best teams in the nation. Yep. So like. Fair. Totally. But we've, they've also got a test against South Carolina coming up. We'll see how they do in that game. Right now, the NCAA has them as a two seed. Could they fall to the three line if they lose to South Carolina as well? I mean, they could. Uh, who would take it? Uh, Stanford? The- Stanford could take it. Uh, or you mean who could take the other two seed? Yeah. Oregon State. Oregon State's sitting as a three seed right now. So is Mississippi State, and that's Both with and that's could. with Mar- Maryland in there too, as yeah. the two. So like, yeah, that's what I mean. So anyway, uh, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But it was a great game. You know, good job Oregon. Good on them. They they dominated. They showed that they're ready to go. Uh, so um, I, I don't was, expect them to lose again. I don't. I, I, we saw them live. Yeah, we saw them live this week. We went to two games this Go week. Go Buffs. Oh my God. Yeah, we went to uh, see Oregon State against the Colorado Buffaloes and Oregon against the Buffaloes. And let's be real, they both um, look amazing. They looked amazing. And shout out to Buffalo. They didn't look bad. Like, no, I'm like, no, we were like talking no. about like, you know, how excited we were Who? about the future, uh, the Colorado Buffaloes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I said Buffalo, didn't I? Yeah. Might be, might be. Yeah, I was like, Colorado, Buffaloes. Yeah. Um, we, were, we were kind of excited about like, what could happen for the future of that uh, team. Honestly, they have yeah. some really nice freshmen, some really young, you know, talent. Yeah. But Oregon and Oregon But, State. like, yeah, they ran into brick, you yeah. know, you yeah. know, brick, brick shit walls. houses. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> like, they, they are going to get stomped by those teams. And especially, like, this is, like, NCAA, to, like, tune-up time. Yeah, like, I mean, UConn just got stomped by one of those yeah. teams. <laughs> of course they got stomped. So, um, it was awesome to see them live. Got and to, to see, see UNESCO do a triple-dub. Yeah, triple-dub, which was great. But, like, just, I wanted, like, that true eye test. And you yeah. could tell that these teams... Oregon State might have lost some games recently and, and a bunch in a row. They are an amazing team. Amazing team. And I don't care that we made, we did a contender showcase about them because I am like yeah, – I'm be- still with that. I believe. Totally. They have enough shooting that they can win any game, I think. Totally. Yeah. Team USA played Louisville this week, and Angel McCautry came back. I feel like it's been – I feel like it's been an age Yay. since we've seen Angel McCautry play basketball. Yeah, and uh, she got back. to come back against her, you know, her former school. Her, she's an alum of Louisville. They were, they've been pretty um, good about like uh, planning these that. things, huh? 
Yeah, and then there's <laughs> bring know, back Angel, bring back you know Brianna Stewie. Stewart just came yeah. back and and she she's been looking good. <laughs> Asia Wilson played in in the game against Louisville as well, and, and Team USA looked much better. Ninety-seven fifty-four victory over you, Louisville. UConn won a quarter in that one game when they played yeah. them the other day, and like Louisville won a quarter too. <laughs> so there you like go. you know you got to take away the little things from those games. Totally, totally. Um, but it's good to see Team USA looking strong. Yeah, Louisville, it looks good. I think is feeling fine because they're still, you know, sitting at a number three seed and you know, or the sorry, number three overall, a one seed in the tournament. Yeah, and the NCAA reveal. Totally. And they've, uh, you know, there's and and they'll get to play at the Fort Wayne location, which is like in Indiana, and it's like an hour thirty from where they are. I expect them to continue to kind of sweep the ACC. Um. Ooh. But that was an exciting game. Sweep the ACC, huh? <laughs> Hot out. topic. Hot topic. I know, right? Um, no, but that was good. Team USA, they looked much better, a lot sharper in that game. Um, you know, they got you know some more people back, you know, who hadn't been playing. So it, it was a good final tune-up for their qualifying games that are coming up this week. Totally, totally. Um, yeah, it was great stuff, though. I li- I like that that whole series they did. Yeah, it was a fun thing way to do it yeah really good for the game good for the college programs i hope they continue to do stuff like that in the future even if there's scrimmages or something like off season or something like you know i don't know just a way to get more of those games in they were fun yeah yeah that was good i I enjoyed watching them and you know good for the game so more of that for sure Yeah, yeah, yeah um before we jump any further, I want to give a quick update, just kind of on like where the Power Five conferences stand, oh, just so okay. you can kind of know where things are at right yeah, now. Feed me that. So let me give you some some info in the ACC. Who we got? Uh, Louisville sitting at ten and zero, at number one, and in second place, NC State at ten and one, and then there's the rest. So Louisville, <laughs> Louisville and NC State are your leaders in the ACC. In the Big 12, Baylor is sitting undefeated at 8-0, and TCU oh, is hi. sitting at 7-2 and in second place. Hey, girl. And then there's the rest that we're not going to talk about. TCU. Uh, the Big 10 has a three-way tie for first place between Iowa, Northwestern, and Maryland, all sitting at 9-2. and Ooh, that's fun. The Pac-12 <clears throat> has a tie for first place with Oregon and Stanford both sitting at 9-1. and and the SEC, uh, South Carolina is sitting atop undefeated at 9-0, and Mississippi State at 8-1, and and Tennessee at 7-2. and Wow. So those are your Power wow. 5 conference, you know, top two, three standings. Yes. A um, lot of teams in there that we've been talking about a lot. A lot of teams in there that, you know, were in the NCAA reveal. Totally. So. Good for them. Yep. That's where things stand. Um, speaking of this reveal, maybe we should just get into the NCAA reveal. Oh, shit, yeah, shall let's we? get right into that, think? girl. So, the NCAA, uh, in Monday night's game between UConn and Oregon, at halftime, they revealed who their current top 16 teams are. So, those will be your one seeds, your two seeds, your threes, and your fours for the NCAA tournament. And those are all the teams that are going to get to host first and second round games and that's kind of the real appeal of being in that top 16 yeah the women's game does it a little bit different than the men's which is awesome i think it's way better for the schools it's a way better environment it's more rowdy you know these regional games sometimes get to be a little bit corporate and kind of just you know just stale atmospheres even in you know the men's game too it's like it's weird It, it just 
it creates that you know that student vibe which it totally. should be there students get so so much energy into it they yeah. have so much pride that they're playing for it's it's so much more fun you shouldn't so. have to cost these kids if they want to travel to see see them play one game yeah in the tournament yeah totally so where things stand right now with those top 16 teams you've got south carolina at number one baylor louisville oregon those are your four one seeds mm-hmm. your two seeds are yukon stanford nc state and maryland Sneaking up into that top two. Crazy. Your three seeds are Oregon State, Mississippi State, UCLA, and Gonzaga. And your fours are Arizona, DePaul, Iowa, and Northwestern. I like the list. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good list. You know, certainly there were more questions at the bottom of the list. Totally. Who's going to make those last five, you know, four or five slots. Um, and there might be some shakeup there because there were some losses this week. Um, but... This is the first reveal. We'll get another one in a few weeks um, before the tournament, and then we'll have the final, you know, actual NCAA selection committee reveal, um, which will take place after all the conference tournaments are done. Yeah, it's it's a good list. Um, What stands out to you on that list? To me, you know, it's I I like seeing UConn not on the one line. (laughs) That's just like you know, personal thing, but. Um, NC State and Maryland being up there, I think, are very interesting. Just because I I'm very Pac-12 biased lately, just because of how they play. Yeah, Maryland had some really early ugly losses this year. Yeah, I, I agree. I don't I don't really feel that way about NC State. They only have one loss on the year. Um, no, I, but I agree. Maryland but... has a few, and it's hard to argue that they're a better team than Oregon State. Um, yeah, but um, but still, uh, I I I think NC State is really really good too. Um, Mississippi State could be somebody else that I could have seen in there. They could. I feel like their strength of schedule is is not strong enough to to warrant them a two seed. And to I be mean, honest. NC State's gonna have a tough test this week. Yeah, coming up. yeah. You know, they're gonna have they're... to play Louisville hard, and they're gonna have to beat Florida State. Yeah, and so know, they I need mean, to they need to show out in the ACC if they're going to keep that two seed. That's what I mean. So, like, it's... I'm just saying as a two seed. I like them being, obviously, a three seed. I think they are perfectly deserving of that. Uh, It's just as the two, both of those, and not to have Oregon State in there is kind of like, eh. Yeah. I I don't think you're watching the Pac-12 enough. (laughs) Or maybe you're watching a lot of Pac-12 and you see Oregon losing three or, you know, three in a row, you know, even though they were tough games. You know, no, I, ju- I just think there's a couple big schools there that, you know. It's just the first reveal, though. Yeah. That's what I mean. These things are going to change before the next one. Oh, um, I think they're going to change a lot. Yeah, I think so, too. I-, I think Stanford might not be. I think a lot of people, I think the all the twos could be totally different. No, I don't I don't know about that, but. UConn, you know, another, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, anything's possible, right? But um, I don't think the, all the twos are going to be different. I don't think the twos are that that off. Um, I actually think there's other things in there that might be off. I'm not sold on UCLA. I think that I'm not sold on UCLA. I think the next time we see these reveals, UCLA might not even be there. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I, I was saying that they they almost lost to I'm not Arizona sold on State Iowa and, or Northwestern either, to be honest. But yeah, so I don't U- know who takes their spot. But. UCLA had a pretty bad week. Yeah, I mean they beat. Or Arizona State, but them losing to Arizona 
they're going to keep slipping, I, I feel. They, they have, a, like, three games this week. Three games coming up in the next two weeks that, I, that are all against, you know, top-ranked opponents and, like, could get uglier. It's it's definitely a tough stretch of schedule coming up. There's a lot of, you know, True ranked teams right playing each other in the next week or two. Um, so we do expect things to, to shift at least somewhat in those kind of middle, you know, eight to ten teams in that Yeah, middle. I don't think the top four are actually going to move at all. Like, I don't think so either. I Short think. of Louisville losing something in the ACC, I don't think Louisville falls out of the top no, seed. No. And I don't think South Carolina or Baylor could either. Nope. And I, and I think, like, just based upon how, how everything is, it's like everybody will get their regions, you know, like everybody's has a region that's, like, really close to them. So, like, mm. they'll just make it that everybody gets what they need. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think, like, it's good. It's good for the game. There's uh, The top people should be where they are. Totally. Um, how about we talk about the Wooden Award? Up, update oh yeah so the wooden award is the award given out at the end of the year to the player you know the most outstanding player in the ncaa and uh you know throughout the course of the year they are there are watch lists that they the committee kind of reveals and they whittle it down slowly over time so we are down to our top 20, 20. on the wooden award watch list it's a big list so it's right still now. a big list still th- it's thick um, but we're gonna go through it a lot by, of good players on here a lot of good players we're gonna go through it by class the seniors that are on the list are Maryland's Kayla Charles, Baylor's Lauren Cox, UConn's Crystal Dangerfield, South Carolina's Ty Harris, Oregon's Ruthie Hebert, Oregon's Sabrina Ionescu, and Oregon State's Michaela Pivik. The juniors on the list are Texas A&M's Kennedy Carter, Tennessee's Renia Davis, Arkansas's Chelsea Dungy, um, Louisville's Dana Evans, Florida State Kia Gillespie, Arizona Ari McDonald, UCLA Michaela Onionware, Indiana's Allie Patberg, Oregon's Satu Sabali, and Yukon's Megan Walker. And then there are two sophomores on the list. There's NC State's Alyssa Cunane, and there is Kentucky's Ryan Howard. And there's even a freshman. On I the mean, list. but this is the Aaliyah Boston is the South Carolina's is, Aaliyah Boston. Yeah, she's the one that you know. In a few years, woo, we watch just, out. <laughs> you know, I think it was just last week that we were talking about how she might be the best, you know, center in in the NCAA right now. I think so. As a freshman, I don't think she's. It's hard for me to fight with Elisa Cunha. I think she's been really <coughs> dominant as well, and 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 Ruthie Hebert. It's it's just it's hard to totally. I've seen a lot of places where they've they've listed Ruthie right now as a forward, which is interesting. I mean, she is a forward. I know, you know but as opposed to like a true center, true mean? center. So yeah. like they're not considering that. Um, I guess. So, to me, yeah, Aaliyah Boston is. They list her as a forward too, though. Do they? Yeah. Uh, where I've been so. seeing, she's been the center. So, <laughs> anyway, so it's fine. Yeah, I, I think that's the list. The list is crazy. It's lot a great of, list. A lot of amazing talent on that list. If there are some names you haven't heard as much before, you know that's that's great because you're getting to know who these teams, who these players are, and where they play. Um, there's not a lot of surprises for me on this list. Uh, it's pretty much who you are know, your who are your big three? Who are my big three? Big three. For who could who could win it? This who could year? win it right now? 
You can go give me a fourth if you need. No, I can give you three. Uh, I'm gonna give you. I'll give you Sabrina Ionescu, um, for sure. Um, Lauren Cox from Baylor is definitely in that top three for me, and I'll say um, I'll say Ty Harris. I think those might be my top three right now. I so I have two of the same. Go for it. And it's Lauren Cox and Sabrina. Uh huh. And then Ari McDonald. Yeah, she she'd be up there for me too. She's had a great year. <laughs> so she's she's one of the few people that are on both of the lists mm-hmm. for defensive player of the year and offensive player of the year. Oh, okay. So I, I it's just like I've what she's doing for Arizona, how they've been on a constant upswing all year. I think it's if great. she keeps on finishing the year out the way she is, she has a shot. Yeah. But you know, Sabrina's gonna win it. <laughs> yeah, when you're when you're I mean, throwing up triple doubles left and right, like let's get out of the. Yeah, it's well, not really a fight, but it's not about who's gonna win it. It's just about honoring all yeah, the players that yeah. are being, you know, you know, you know. They'll get it down to three, and they'll be like, you know, when they do like the end of the year awards and kind of right, like how they right. do the Heisman. And but whatnot. it's just nice to recognize, you know, you know, these twenty great players in the game. Totally, right now, totally. So. Congrats, congrats. Anyway, it's a it's a great list. Moving right along, Um, you wanted to do a little bit of an injury update. Oh yeah, quick injury update. So, the three biggest injuries I think that are going to affect the NCAA tournament right now are the Ryan Howard injury, and I think she's going to be back from what it looks like at the end of February. So. They might lose some positioning in the next few weeks because they're going to lose some games. Ryan Howard has a um, fractured finger on her. Yeah, fractured, and yeah, she had like, like a little minor surgery, I think, yeah. to uh, to repair it. Um, but she's expected back. At, yeah, which know. is great. Great news. Um, they might, yeah, they might slip some seeds, but they're great, and they're going to make the tournament, and whatnot. Um, then, Aaliyah Boston is actually. A little bit banged up. She has a um, hurt ankle and knee, like combo. But they said, you know, Dawn Staley said if it was a national championship, she would be playing. So I expect her to maybe take the Arkansas game off. Yeah, but maybe be back. And be back for UConn just to have that test. Serious. Yeah, it doesn't sound that serious, which is great. So that's good because I don't know how deep they are without her, but. You know, they they finished out their last game. I think they played Tennessee or something mm-hmm. like that. Beat them. So, all's well there, it seems to. Okay. How's Kennedy Carter doing? Um, I don't know. Did you check her out? Is she coming back soon? I don't know. I didn't check. I don't know. Is your injury update? I figured I'd just ask. I only mentioned three before. Why did you bring her up? Like, why did you surprise me like that? Why did you do? Why did you do that to me? I was just minding my own business. Yeah. <laughs> um. Anyway, who's your third injury update? <laughs> I'm gonna look up Candy Carter's injury status, and and you're gonna talk about. No, no, go ahead. Bring Haley Jones. We're <laughs> gonna talk about Haley Jones. So Haley Jones. This is some TMZ style. Yeah, what reporting. the hell is going on with Haley? I, I'm I'm digging deep in here for for info because nobody is giving any information from Stanford to any reporters about this. But some people were uh, sniping her knee during the the last game, looking to see what was going on, 
and they saw her with some stitches. So there is a possibility that she could be out for the year. But this is all speculation because nobody actually knows about what's going on with her. How is it possible that that Stanford has been able to did, keep this hush? Did you see their one thing that they said? No. It was like her timetable is the timetable we expected it to be. Yeah, but that's not that's what not, that's is not that? any information. What is that? <laughs> yeah, I, it's wild to me that we can like, you know, either I'm really bad at Google. No, 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 no. Or I like somehow they've Googled. managed to keep this. I've done everything. They've and, kept it hush hush. Shocking. And I feel like we need like an insider at Stanford now. Hi. Who can we call? Who? I don't know. You know people from in that. I know people area. from that from from that Stanford? area. No. Anyway, you gotta have your dad's gotta know someone. But like, yeah, okay. So we don't know what's up with Haley Jones. <laughs> I have no idea what's what's going on with Kennedy Carter. We don't know what's up with Kennedy Carter. She she had an ankle injury in the beginning of January. I expect her to come back soon, but that's based on nothing. You can't find anything else. I can't find any like like legit update. You know that's gonna. Did you check check Twitter? No, you go ahead. I'm gonna talk about something else. Oh well, I you you were gonna give the update on it, so <laughs> I, I can't was just find I, an update. Well, you got to do some digging. I only had the three before. I feel so like that. Like... I feel like the digging is, is. I feel like your your strength. I know, so but I'll, when you surprise me with the question, just, I thought you had. I'll some just more. continue to carry the show. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? I had all this. I had all the same information that you had. You just kept talking. <laughs> Well, I'm looking stuff up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's move on. Let's uh, you keep looking stuff up, and I'll move on to our upsets of the week. Okay. So, um, the there were a bunch of upsets this week in the game. Um, the one that I've selected to highlight was a really interesting game to me. It was Boston College and Florida State in the ACC. Florida State, you know, has been ranked in the top 15 for the whole year, pretty much. And Boston College has um, actually had some some pretty strong wins for the program, um, and this was certainly one of the best. Um, it was an unbelievably even game in the box score. Uh, the rebounding was thirty-four to thirty-three. You know, twelve turnovers to thirteen turnovers, sixteen fouls to sixteen fouls. You know, it was so even in this game. And the one area where Boston College seemed to squeak it out was at the foul line. They shot 12 of 15 compared to 4 of 5 for um, for Florida State. I can tell you're about to interrupt me now with no. other news. No. Go ahead. No, it's gonna... I have nothing. I was just trying to talk. <laughs> Go ahead. I was just, you know, trying to you know, put some input in there. Talk. <laughs> no, I'm good now. <laughs> it was just funny. <laughs> So yeah, continue with your Florida State and what, what else? What was that? What were you saying? I was just talking about Boston College and Florida State yeah. and, and and the differences and and how how Boston College pulled the upset. Yeah, but I was. But gonna, you were gonna say something. You I was gonna. gonna I was gonna say to the. I was gonna talk on the foul stuff, but I, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say that that's a big, you know, that's a lopsided number. They're obviously. They have injuries, Florida State, that, you know, that I knew that they were going to start slipping. So, it's a, it's an interesting thing. <laughs> Would you care to elaborate on that? Oh, no. I mean, I, I'm, I'm just like, yeah, good on Boston College. Because, you know, 
They're not. They're just... Okay. All right. You're all over the place. <laughs> sure. <laughs> the other area where Boston College exceeded in this game was behind the arc. They shot 50% behind the arc compared to Florida State's 20%. So, um, you know, really close game. But Boston College just shot a little bit better from the foul line and beyond the arc. And that was all they needed to secure the victory. Um, so, good on them. Yeah. Good on them. What was your upset of the week? So, my upset isn't the craziest thing, but it's a big deal to the Pac-12. It's the Arizona-UCLA game. So, Arizona's yeah. only two two spots. It's Great win for it's Arizona. Like, but they destroyed UCLA. They did. And it's just going back to, to, to what we've been saying for the last two weeks, that they haven't had to play anybody. They are totally not ranked where they should be, you know, where the stats are compared to who's in that league. They beat Arizona State. They did. They so they like, did. They beat one of the two. Yeah. It'd be a different it'd be a different conversation if they lost to both. It, right, it would but be. But the fact that they beat Arizona State, you're the like, Pac twelve is just really tough. <laughs> it and, is really and tough. You UCLA is a good team. Mm-hmm. They are. It's just that division is just they have murderers the row. Huh? They haven't played the top teams yet. I know. And that's, and and that's going to get worse. Right, exactly. It's going to get worse. So, um, but, good, but good on them for good on beating Arizona. Arizona State. Yeah, and good yes, on them. Good on Arizona. Good, good on, you know. Good on everyone. But for me, good on Arizona for destroying them, taking care of business, and, you know, showing it why, to me, I, I think they're one of the, you know, I think they're one of the teams that will be a lower-ranked team. You know, a four or five that could win the tournament. Arizona? Yeah. Um, I think they're, they're not going to be any lower than, than a four. Well, they're, a four, they, they're on the four. Weren't they a three in the reveal, or were they a four? I think they're on the four line. Hold on four one line. second. Uh, they are, they yeah, are the right. first four. They're the first four. Yeah. They're going to end up being a three. So, to me, I, I yeah, I no. think they could even be a two if they play really, really good. I don't think so. If they upset Oregon State? Maybe. That's Oregon State or Stanford they have still to play. So what else did you like about that game? Who 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 I played mean, well? Like how did they get Ari it done? McDonald. Uh, yeah, she's, she she's dropped a, a crazy game. What'd she do? Twenty seven points. You know, like she she's just she does it all. She plays great every game. She's to me that's why they have a chance of you know they have a chance of going far in the tournament. And she I had, love how high you are on her in I Arizona. She, I know I love it. It's great. I because they're a team are they in your hot topics today too? Yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, I love it. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> well, how about this? I want you to tell me what impressed you the most this week. The Pac-12, just <laughs> in general, they are they're the best division in in all of it. You've been, you said it to start the year, and I was trying to play it. Like, I want one of these other divisions to, like, come in strong. Nah. You're just impressed by everything. Ooh, man, when I, saw, when I saw Oregon and Oregon State both play live. Colorado live mm-hmm. and saw how they could both play, like, if they're on the opposite sides of the bracket, I wouldn't be surprised if they played each other in the champion, national championship. If, if something happened, because if they get hot at the right time, they could beat any team. Oregon yeah. State. That's how I look at it. But again, then if you get Oregon's best night, you have no shot of winning. Uh, some of the passing that Oregon was doing, some, it, uh, just like. But I thought both the, of the teams. Yeah. Like, yeah, but like, I mean, they both have great point guards yep. that 
really manage the game. Amazing for both of those teams. Definitely. Destiny Slocum looked amazing. Yeah, she's she's an amazing player. So, I don't know. I was just impressed by that whole league. I mean, I'm going to be a little upset if Haley Jones is done for the year because I think she is a really impact to that team. Totally. Um, But then, yeah, Arizona's really good. UCLA's really good. Arizona State's really good. I feel like you're going to be really upset if the Pac-12 doesn't, like, do well in the tournament. <laughs> History shows, like, they don't. I know. <laughs> I know. I so, know. <laughs> it's like... I, I don't know. For some reason this year, I feel like that, you're going to be so upset if it's like Baylor Louisville in the final. <laughs> you're going to feel like, easy, what the hell happened? Easily could be <laughs> Baylor Louisville, like UConn and like South Carolina, South Carolina totally. in the final four. And I'm just sitting here like, well, <laughs> <Totally. laughs> fuck that up. <laughs> but yeah, they, to me, after seeing how high of a level Oregon can play again, with UConn this week and how good Oregon State plays. I, I just think that, yeah, they're up there in the top. That's why. I mean, I feel you. I was, super, I was super impressed. I, you know, the, it's it, there. There's a lot of really good teams in the Pac-12. So I, I, I'm i with you. You know, it's going to be surprising if they don't do well in the tournament. But that's why they play the games, right? Yeah. The thing that impressed me the most was – uh, DePaul's uh, senior guard Kelly Campbell yeah. recording a triple double in their bounce that. back win over Providence after falling to Creighton. I know. So they fell to Creighton earlier in the week, and I'm it probably big, cost them a spot on like the three line. I'm a big, I'm a big DePaul team. I know. I was pulling for them. But Kelly Campbell recorded 12 points, 11 boards, 13 assists to go along with four steals and a block. Ooh, crazy game Ooh. for um for a guard. Get it. Girl. And uh, I think she only took like seven shot attempts. She wasn't like shooting a lot. She was just taking care of business for the team. Wow. And uh, got to say that really impressed me. You don't see a lot of triple doubles, you know, for players not named UNESCO in the NCAA, men or women. So good on Kelly Campbell for recording one. And uh, it's good, awesome. good for DePaul to have a bounce back win. That's awesome. Great, great. Most impressed. You know, most impressive thing this week. Mur, 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 mur. I had water in my mouth and I was like, uh, mur, mur. <laughs> that's what I get. That's what you get. All right. What do you say we hop into our, uh, you know, world famous hot topics sponsored by hot pockets. Yes. Um, you know what I've noticed as we continue to podcast throughout the course of this year yeah. is that the average number of hot pockets sitting in our freezer increases, continues to grow. <laughs> not, not all. I don't think it's a coincidence. I think it has to do with hot topics. We talk about it so much. If we didn't talk about the hot pockets, maybe we should rename this season just Queens of the Court Hot Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, hottest pockets the hottest of all the pockets um anyway hot topics is a segment where we put five minutes on the clock we run through run through 10 topics and we give each other either a yas queen or a na girl depending on whether we agree or disagree with the statement and uh we're gonna do it right now we're gonna put yes. five minutes on the clock and i'm gonna start tonight oh sure yeah ready here we go and three two one Ooh, hot topics Number one, Tennessee will make the finals of the SEC tournament. I'm like thinking about it. I'm like, ah. It depends. It depends. It depends. I'm going to say yes, Queen. Yeah, you think they could take a spot from South Carolina or Mississippi State? Uh, Yes. 
Okay. I think they could take it from Mississippi State, but uh, I, it was the. I think they're playing like this week. I know. I'm excited to see how that match goes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a toss up though. Sorry, go ahead. UCLA will fall out of the top 16 by the next NCAA selection done, committee done. reveal. Yes, 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 Queen. Yes, <laughs> yes queen. give me a yas Queen. Yas fucking Queen. Yas fucking Queen. <laughs> fucking yas. Um, yeah, we talked about how tough their schedule is coming up. I and, uh, I think they're gonna lose every one of them. <laughs> Every one of their big... And if they have that kind of losing streak. Yeah. I mean, considering they're losing to all these amazing teams, they might stay in the top 16, but... No, 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 no. They're not going to be in the top 16, but I still expect them to have like a five or six seed, you know. The final four will be Baylor, South Carolina, UConn, and Oregon. No, nah, girl. No, nah, girl? No. Nah. Take UConn out of there. And put who in? I don't know. Stanford, Louisville, Louisville. I would I would pick Louisville before them. Okay, Satu Sabli will be a top three pick in this year's draft. Yes, yes, Queen. So you think she's going to declare for it? Yep. She's going to do it. She's yep. going to go top three. Yep. It's going to be Sabrina Lauren Satu. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> could be could she, be Sabrina I, Satu. Lauren? I think it could be Satu yeah. even too, and it would be so too. dumb to not go. It but w- she could be the one pick next year do you really need that i think if they win the national championship she goes she goes yeah all right yukon versus south carolina will go to overtime but south carolina will emerge victorious no nah, girl they're just gonna win <laughs> they're not gonna go to overtime south Carolina's just gonna win yeah it's gonna be like a 10 point game that game's gonna take place next monday night but at 7 p.m eastern ten- on espn 2 10 point game Ten point win for South Carolina. Yeah, ten point. Not not anything bigger. Like foul shots. It was probably but like a six point game no the whole OT. time. But like you know, couple couple foul shots at the end get it up to ten. I want to see a ten OT. point game. I want to see UConn OT. All right, your hot topics. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Maryland will keep playing great basketball and lock in the two seed. Yes, Queen. I I, I don't think Maryland loses again. Ooh, okay. Um, I don't think they have a, a, a lot of super difficult, you know, games. They have like up. one or two, I mean, like yeah, higher there's, there's ranked, some, but not lower ranked. No, 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 not no, like yeah, yeah, top five. No. So yeah, I think they'll. I think they'll run the table and stay at two seed. Okay. Uh, Arizona will beat either Oregon or Oregon State this week. Nah, girl. I, I, I'm, I'm high on Aaron McDonald, and I think Arizona is better than where they've been ranked most of the year. But I don't think they're going to Tough beat, games? I don't think they're going to beat those those two, either one of those two. Tough games? Um, not for Oregon. Oregon's going to have a, a fairly easy time. Seven-point game last time or, they did. It doesn't matter. Oregon's going to have an easy time now. Oregon's in a different state of mind. Yeah, they're in a and different – I agree. Oregon State will be a 10-point victory. Okay. Uh, NC State will beat Louisville in the upcoming matchup or in the ACC tournament. Either, Either one. I'm saying one or the other. They are going to do it this year, though. I'm, I'm going to say Yas Queen because I think that that matchup is a lot closer than people are, are giving them credit for. And I think that um, NC State, yeah, I think I think they can, I think they'll they'll beat Louisville one of those two games. I think NC State needs one of these wins to prove that they are a two seed. Yeah, I think so, too. I don't think, I think if they if lose they both. they lose both, I don't think they keep the two. Yeah, they probably don't. Yep. Um. But, I but think, if they win one, then Louisville might lose the one seed. Yes, I so. do. I agree as well. Anyway. Uh, okay. Uh, and then Aaliyah Boston will be on the wooden watch list all four years, and she will at least win it once. 
Ooh. So, uh, I, I I gotta split it up. I give you a Yas Yas Queen. She'll be there all four years. Okay. And but I'm gonna say Nagra. I don't think she's ever gonna win it. Think it's too hard for the center position, like a true center like that. I do think it's really difficult for the because she's position. not getting the craziest points per game, right? And, and she's not. It's not as easy to create, you know, her own shot. I, I mean, I'll, I'll go like a step further and I'll say that if she's ever able to record a triple double with points, rebounds, and blocks, she will win a wooden watch, a wooden award. Okay. All right, and then final one. Minyan Moore is the most underrated thing. About the Oregon basketball team. Oh, stance it out. Um, <laughs> sorry. That's the indication that we're, our time is up. Oh, we went a little over. So it's fine. I'm it's just fine. not going to answer that question. Get out of here. Answer my goddamn question. Minion Moore, uh, no, nah, girl. Minion Moore is not the most overrated th- or underrated thing on Oregon. Yeah. Um, what is? Taylor Chavez. Their bench. Shelly. Winterburn. Jomi. Their bench. Their bench. Okay. Their bench is the most underrated thing about Oregon. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah. All right. Minya Moore is awesome, but I don't think she's as underrated as you think she's underrated. I think she's underrated. I think she's pretty well rated. <laughs> I know she starts on that team, right? Yeah, and like, I think you know. Deservingly so. Very much so, but I like, think she's, who's saying otherwise? She's a spark. Great defense. Great but defense. you're saying underrated means that people don't think she deserves to be there or something. Like, who's saying that? I don't know. I feel like who's she's not who's not rating her high. I, I don't think she gets as much respect because of the other four. Well, no, but if you look at those top five, who do you want taking the shot? Minion Moore. Yeah, I guess. I mean, how else do you say? Whatever. She's playing great. She is. I'm not <laughs> arguing against her. I'm just saying when you've got when you're on a team with Elena Deladon, Brianna Stewart, Diana Tarazi, and Sue Bird, it doesn't matter how good you are. People want you taking the shot. <laughs> Whatever. Just saying. Moving on. Hot topics. Uh, this is great hot topics. <laughs> great hot topics. All right. So are we going to get into our last thing? Do it. Our favorite thing? World famous. World famous. We need to come up with some some like intro music intro for music this. For yeah. Maybe that should be our intro music. <laughs> no. Spotlight Queens. I, I well, I, I have an idea. I think we're just gonna record you saying Spotlight Queens. Loop it. Have it just saying it over and over again and put some dope music behind it. <laughs> put some like rudimentary like Apple created like synth like beat yeah! behind it. I love you. Spotlight um, Queens. Spotlight Queens is a segment where we want to highlight one or two players in the NCAA that we think are standouts. That you so should, two players. That you should follow on social media <laughs> and, and help them grow their influence. And um, so that's what this is all about. So who you got? Who's your Spotlight Queen this week? To follow up with my last hot topic. A question. follow up. Oh my God. Bring it all back. <laughs> Minion Moore. Minion Moore. The most underrated thing about Oregon. Yes. But she is not underrated on Instagram. Tell tell me. Great Instagram. It's super fun. She's fierce. Yeah? I love it. So fierce. 60,000 followers. She's got poses. Ooh, girl. Over the the shoulder. Oh, she gives that Owen look. Yeah. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Owen. Owen is Paul's nephew. (laughs) Just so you guys know. (laughs) Memorialized forever in this podcast. Yeah. 
but she's got that. Yeah. She's but she's great. It's great Instagram. A lot of stories, too. Could you imagine how people would not know she existed if she hadn't transferred to Oregon? <laughs> right. <laughs> Except that she has so USC! many followers that like people did know about her. So Apparently, apparently people did. <laughs> Super underrated. <laughs> so underrated. So what's her Instagram? But her Instagram tag is super, super simple. So it's Minion Moore. <laughs> it's M-I-N-Y-O-N-M-O-O-R-E. Just her name. Boom. Perfect. Minion Moore. <laughs> uh, drop her a follow. Drop. <clears throat> drop that stuff. Yeah, she she really is like. It's nice when you get that OG tag on Instagram. She she <laughs> totally like your she, name. She's been a difference maker for for them, you know, for sure. You know, coming coming to them as a transfer and having immediate eligibility and just slotting right in totally you know, helps you know, give Sabrina a break off the ball and and just you know she does a lot of good things. So yeah, yeah. I think she does a lot of great things. Go minion. I think she looked great the last few games totally. specifically. I think she keeps on her game keeps on elevating. Totes, which is good. Maybe she gets drafted. Probably not, but maybe. I'm going to hope for you, girl. Hope for her. Who's yours? My spotlight queen is a freshman. Spotlight queen. It is uh, a Maryland freshman. Go Terps. And it's uh, Ashley Owusu. So uh, I'm spotlighting Ashley Owusu, um, who is a freshman that came in highly touted to Maryland. And she is going to be a player to watch um, for the next four years. And uh, she had a great game against Michigan State. She had 22 points, eight assists, and six boards off the bench. Um, but, you know, recorded a game-high 35 minutes off the bench. Oh, So, wow. despite coming off the bench right now, she's she is just, still running the show for yeah, Maryland. true six, like, six-man kind of vibe. I mean, she's, you know, their go-to player. So, um had a great game, you know, you know, great stat line, 22, 8, and 6. Um, and uh, she's just a, a phenomenal player. And she doesn't post a lot of stuff on Instagram, but she does do stories a lot. And it's yes. just, it's all basketball. Yes. And uh, definitely give her a follow because she is going to be a player to watch for the next few years. And I expect great things from her. She has incredible vision on the court. She can knock down her shots. Um, just an all-around really impressive player. So um, that's pretty awesome. Throw her a follow. Her Instagram is her name, but not quite. <laughs> but but not quite. Nah. Um it's A S H L E Y Y O W U S U. So it's her name with a Y in between. So, so it's Ashley Owusu. So A S H L E Y Y O W U S U. We and salute you. That is Ashley Obusu. We salute you. Um, so yeah, that just about does it for us. I this think week. that's it. I mean, maybe we should mention some games people can like watch in the upcoming week. Totally. You think we should do that? Yeah, sure. All right, let's do that. I mean, I got some written down. Tell me. Hold on one second. Thursday night, uh, Mississippi State and Tennessee are playing at 6.30 Eastern time on the SEC Network. 
You can also catch another uh, ranked matchup between Florida State and Louisville on Thursday night at 8 p.m. Eastern on the ACC network. Yes. Maryland and Indiana are facing off on the Big Ten network yes. on Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern. And South Carolina and Arkansas are facing off at 8.30 Eastern on Thursday at, on the SEC Network. Yes. So that's four matchups between two ranked opponents all on Thursday. Yes. Then we have Oregon and Arizona facing off on Friday on the Pac-12 Network at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. We have UCLA and Stanford facing off on Friday night at uh, 11 p.m. Eastern Time. And then we have Arizona State and Oregon State facing off Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern. So three Pac-12 ranked matches on Friday night. Saturday, nothing. <laughs> Sunday. Sunday, we got a few more. We Ma got Mar Texas A&M and Mississippi State at 1 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. We have Louisville and Syracuse at 2 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. We have Arizona and Oregon State at 3 p.m. Eastern, not on any network. And then we have Kentucky and Arkansas at 4 p.m. Eastern on ESPN2. Yes. And then lastly, we have Arizona State and Oregon at 5 p.m. Eastern, also not televised. Yes. But that's a lot of matchups between ranked opponents a lot. this week. A lot. So expect um, us to have a lot to talk about next week. Um, we always do have a lot to talk always. about. Fifty minutes in tonight, we and we've been like we've been moving it, moving. Um, we got segments, but yeah, there's there's gonna be lots to talk about next week. Tune in for some of these games that are on TV. Check out you know your TV schedule Thursday night, Sunday. Those are when most of the games are televised um, on national yes. networks. And watch the games, support the women, listen to us. We'll talk about it all next week. We love you. <laughs> right? I mean, I mean right? <laughs> what? That's the way to always finish a show. This has been the we Queens love of you. the Court podcast. We're the King Size Queens. I'm Paul Jafrida. I'm John Anson. And we love you. <laughs> <laughs> Don't forget to pump it up. You got the about man up. Pump it up. Bye. Bye.